Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Classic Lenses podcast. My name is Simon Forster and I'm hosting this podcast from Stoke-on-Trent in the UK. Joining me today is Johnny Sisson in Chicago, Illinois. Hello, Johnny. Hello. Uh, this is the first show uh, since Carl passed away um, a little over two weeks ago. And as you can imagine, uh, coming back to the podcast without Carl is not has not been easy. Um, but firstly, I just want to thank uh, Graham from the Sunday 16 podcast uh, for allowing us uh, to use the show that they recorded uh, a few weeks ago um, to go out as our own show. So um, much appreciated there. Um, the Classic Lenses podcast started out as three people wanting to talk in detail uh, about old lenses, uh, but it developed into three friends having fun talking about lenses. It was the fun that we had that became the biggest motivator for sitting down each week, uh, listening to each other's opinions and then pointing out the absurdities of our beliefs. <laughs> so um, carrying well on said. without Carl is, uh, is, is not so good. But, um, yeah. but Johnny, um, I'll hand over to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all I can, can do is agree with that. Uh, that that was the, the motivation to do this week after week was – how much we enjoy talking with each other. And, you know, I, when we weren't on the podcast recording, we were talking to each other literally daily or multiple times per day often about just various things that work their way into the podcast. So um, to say that we were, uh, you know, a, a, a close threesome of friends is almost an understatement, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. But, yep, it, it's... Um, this podcast has always been the three of us and that, and, and, um, I, I don't know how else to put into words, how much that meant. So, well, yeah. Um, and, uh, as well, as everyone can, can hear, this is, is it's, uh, it's, it's every bit as difficult as we thought it was going to be. And, yeah. uh, so we've, we've enlisted, uh, I mean, I mentioned this last week in the little update that we did, we've enlisted annual, annual mystery, uh, to, to join us this week. Um, and, uh, he's joining us as, as, as a host rather than as a guest, uh, because we need our, our hands holding this week. And, uh, um, Anil was, a um, an, an easy uh, decision for us to make as to um, who, who can help us out this week, um, uh, largely because you know, apart from he's been on the show a couple of times and he's, been, he's an interesting guy and uh, and all of those things, but he's also uh, somebody that had a very large influence on on Carl's photography uh, to the point mm -hmm. where you know we had I think he had cards printed uh, just like Anil told him to do um, about yeah. you know how to go how to do street photography and street portraits and things like that. So um, it's it's great that Anil said yes to this because it's you know it's a difficult thing to do uh, to come onto this. And um, so um, thank you, Anil, and um, and I'll hand over to you. Um, well, thank you, guys, and um, hello, listeners. Um, it's an honour to be um, here. Um, it's sad that uh, Carl isn't with us, um, but. I think as we go through this podcast, we'll be, you know, sharing memories and thoughts from um, all sorts of people. And, you know, we all we all go one day. And I think Carl had a, a wonderful, rich life uh, and he did so much and changed the lives and impressed upon the lives of so many people around him. So, you know, it's, it's a positive celebration of him. Um, and yes, 
we're sad, but also, you know, let's be happy that, you know, we had someone so interesting and so amazing in our lives. So I, I'm going to start with um, some um, pieces that have come in from members of Carl's family. Um, so firstly, I'm going to read something from uh, Claudia, Carl's sister. Um, so here we go. My brother Carl will really be missed by many people. It is hard to understand why he was taken from us so early. I will miss our many phone conversations and his visits to Niagara Falls. Rest in peace, dear brother. Take many pictures in heaven and we will reunite again someday. I love you. And that's Claudia Havens from Wade, Niagara Falls, New York. The next one is from his brother, John. And here we go. So from the Havens family. Our, our sincerest thanks to Simon and Johnny for their devoted friendship to Carl. The same thanks to Anthony Rue and the Coffee Camera Club in Gainesville. You guys gave him an outlet sharing about classic lenses and educating listeners, something he truly enjoyed. I recall Carl getting into classic lenses several years ago and thinking it a novelty hobby. But in true Carl fashion, he jumped in with both feet and was always eager to further his knowledge. Heartfelt thanks also to those worldwide members on the Facebook group who shared their comforting condolences during a tragic time. Carl's work and artistry with photography has inspired my brother Todd and our to rekindle our own interest, and Carl's cameras and lenses will be used as they were intended to be. Our interest in photography dates to the purchase of a Minolta X700 in 1983 for high school yearbook use, then saw action in college black and white photography class. This camera that is now on a back shelf, but still occasionally utilized. Carl lives on in his thousands of photos and the podcast. We thank you, Simon and Johnny, with all humility for honoring Carl's life in this week's podcast. Kind regards, John Havens. I have one final one here from Todd, who is John's twin brother. So here we go. I speak for my entire family when I thank you all from the bottom of our hearts, Johnny and Simon and the other of Carl's core photography group, Imon, Svetlana, Per, Ray, and all you others who knew him so well in a virtual sense. The outpouring of condolences was amazing and at the same time saddening. I would have to take breaks from reading them before I could possibly get through it all. Especially poignant to me was the short podcast update Simon and Johnny did this past week. The emotion in your voices was palpable and akin to the emotion our family felt. But you as well were like family to him, brothers who may have never met, but who spoke pretty much daily. And you shared a humor as if you were lifelong friends. Almost five years ago, I joined Carl's Classic Lenses Group as a charter member and recall thinking, I wonder how long this will last, knowing Carl had other hobbies come and go. Well, within a year, I myself had some 15 lenses and four cameras, and now many more, all inspired by Carl when he took to rangefinders, film, and the lens du jour. The morning after Carl's sudden death, I abruptly woke up with the realization that I had to let his photography family know the tragic news. I knew Carl was on the group page, your chats, or speaking to Johnny and Simon almost every day. I reached out to Johnny, and I'm still sobered when I reread his emotional response of shock and disbelief. In the next few days, I would get similar messages from Simon, Imon, and Ray Rico. My twin brother John, my sister Claudia, and I also were able to meet Anthony Rue and Carl's entire Gainesville Photography Club at the Memorial in Florida. 
I have been retroactively listening to the podcast in every chance I get. I had only listened to the original few. It is bittersweet. At times, I'm laughing out loud at the interplay between you three and leaning, learning back stories on the Leica and Bessa he so dearly cherished, and with some trepidation that as I now have these cameras in my hands, it is so comforting to know we have some 70 hours plus of Carl memorialized through these podcasts. <clears throat> Even family members who are not into photography have been listening. I struggled with preparing my eulogy for Carl at his service this past Friday. I just couldn't put words onto paper. I knew my brother and sister would focus on family memories, so what gave me strength to pen my words was to turn to one of his true passions and stress relievers, classic lenses. Many in attendance had no idea of Carl's investment, passion, and artistic ability with classic glass. Many mourners shared with us how beautiful Carl's obituary was, but he had accomplished so much in a sense, it wrote itself. I have never liked the printed obituary and the stark dates of life and death there appended. It's the memories we carry of the deceased that is the true preservation of his legacy, of the scientist, the amazing father, the painter, the photographer, the friend, the brother. We are all richer for having known him. As I close, I close as I closed my eulogy, with a few brief lines from the American poet E. e. Cummings, reflecting so simply but so profoundly on this impression we make on earth and the celebration of the spiritual forces that took Carl too soon, too soon. So, here we go. Then laugh, leaning back in my arms, for life's not a paragraph, and death, I think, is no parenthesis. And that's from Todd Havens. Niagara Falls, New York. That was lovely to hear that from, from uh, members of the family there. Um, I got to know Carl through the podcast, through being on it a few times, uh, and we started conversations uh, privately on Facebook Messenger uh, because I shot a lot of uh, street portraits and things, and it was something that he never did really uh, beforehand, um, and I, I sort of helped to coach him uh, in terms of his confidence and to just get out there and try things. I think in retrospect now, it's, I'm, I'm so pleased that this happened. And I hope there's a lesson here for everybody as well, is that we need to try things, you know, because um, it's through trying things, you get to learn new things and open new ways of looking at the world. Um, so Carl and I, you know, we had lots of conversations. We talked about how to shoot street photography, the way to go about it, what to say to people, how to go even go about sharing it on social media, you know, even to the point of what kind of business card to design and all sorts. And uh, through our conversations, I'd sort of coach him um, and helped him to boost his confidence and get past that thing of just going up and meeting people. And now I'm, I'm just so glad that happened because I think um, that must have made enriched his life even more. Um, I just wanted to share a little um, I've, I've just copied one of the uh, little conversations we had. It was a comment back from him um, after I got him to just go out, get out of his comfort zone and shoot. And for me, this sort of just touches upon the power of photography, how it, it brings people together and enriches lives and brings stories together and just creates something out of nothing. Um, so this is from Carl. Uh, and this was when he was out and started taking some of his first street photographs. So... I continue to have great street experiences because I'm having conversations with people rather than taking candid photos. This morning, I was out on a photo walk and saw a gentleman standing on the concrete base of a place where there used to be a Confederate war memorial. 
I talked with Mr. Monroe L for nearly 30 minutes, and wow, was he a storyteller. Everything from how his father was a leader in the civil rights movement to his work as a surveyor and then preacher, and most recently as a leader in getting the statue removed. He did not want a photo at first, but after this long talk and my card and promising to give him a print, I took many images and hoped to have one or two good ones, both on digital and film. It took a while to get him to not pose and smile and just be natural. Like you said, once they say yes, the photographer is in control. Please stand over here. Now just turn to your left. Hold the Bible a bit higher. It was great. Um, that Just reading that back um, and looking back before, whilst preparing for this podcast, just really, it just really occurred to me that when people are out, when we're all out taking photographs, we're not just doing it for ourselves. We're touching other people's lives and we're creating connections uh, that we didn't have before. And I think that's a really, really magical thing. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, just from my, I'm really going to miss Carl. It's this soft voice guy um, who you, you two used to wind up quite a bit. But I also love the fact that he was so enthusiastic and would, uh, every time he's on the show, would be looking at eBay at the same time <laughs> and clicking away, buying and selling and dealing lenses with this sort of childlike excitement that I do when I have the money. And it made me happy to know that there was someone else <laughs> who was as weak as I was uh, in that sense. <laughs> well, 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 I know. I just... Oh, ain't it the just, truth. Just, <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that that photo uh, and all, because now I'm thinking of that photo. And I mean, it, I, it really was, that really is one of one of the photos of Carl's that really sticks with me. Um, and and it, it's, it's funny. I mean, it, it, uh, he, one of the things I enjoyed so much about Carl's interest in your photography was he, he really felt like you were doing something on a level that he wasn't capable of doing. And I, I felt like he said things like that a lot about his photography just generally. And, and it, it was, so wasn't true. I mean, he was so capable of doing this stuff and, and every time he would stretch out just a little bit, it's like he had these amazing rewards come to him for doing it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and he made amazing photographs. And I mean, he was always very self-effacing about it, but you know, he made some really amazing images. And I, and I think the ones he, he was most proud of were exactly those where there was this newness of stretching out into something that was, a, that he felt was a bit beyond him, you know? Yeah. I, I think that, that, that theme is something we hear, I hear a lot from so many photographers. Um, and it's, it almost sounds, I, I never want to be morbid about this stuff, but I always, I, I, I just think, uh, you know, I, I once wrote a piece for Emulsive on uh, how to take street photographs. And one of the things I always say is, look, you're, you're, <laughs> you're only on this planet for a while. And mm -hmm. just go ahead and try things because you can only, you know, if somebody says, no, it's not going to kill you. But most people say yes, and you learn and you grow from it and you gain so much. And it was so nice to work with Carl and to see how his work, I mean, it transformed. He, yeah. you know, from close-ups of flowers where he was talking about the bokeh <laughs> to <laughs> starting to, you know, take, go out and shoot candid stuff, then from to slowly start getting close to people and then starting these conversations, making friends mm -hmm. and speaking to strangers. Um, and some of his work was just, it was just beautiful to see that and to see him getting into a groove and uh, starting to take all these photographs and sort of, sort of jumping up to that point. And, you know, that, that thing that people think they can never achieve, but it's actually one of the easiest things in the world. And I think, 
on, on another on another note, I think what's lovely about this is photography is a thing that pe brings people together on the street and enriches mm -hmm. lives, irrespective of the photograph being taken and what that means to the photographer. It's like, you know, through that, he made connections with people. And mm -hmm. I, I think that was really special. Um, just a, a, a couple of things. Um, um, I'm really glad you're here, Ranul, because um, after, reading, <laughs> after reading those um, those those messages um, from Claudia, uh, John, and Todd, um, I don't think uh, Johnny and I were in a position to say anything after after, no. after hearing. That. No. So um, so thank, thanks for that. Yeah. And, uh, and I and I just want to um, touch upon uh, something you've mentioned, or, or and Johnny's mentioned, and uh, and that's. Um, Cole's self-effacing um, ability, um, and it's 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 interesting because a lot of people are um, are quite happy to have the Mickey taken out of them and and, and so on. And I, I count myself in that category. As long as as long as you know, the Mickey taking is done with love or respect or some, something like that, that's that's all that matters. Um, but some people you can see that you can see them doing it. And uh, and you you know why they're doing it and so on. But Carl was somebody that um, he, he he was on a completely different level. I mean, I, I, I look I look back now, and you know he was so effective at um, deflecting um, praise, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. That it worked. And and it, it, it to 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 the point it made it made it so easy for for Johnny and I to 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 pick him up on some of the things that that, that he would do, um and and what what was particularly interesting I, I I said something like I mean I've I've said many things in in on Facebook and other places over the last uh, couple of weeks, but uh, it was it, it was acknowledged that this this wasn't just something that. Carl did in with his photography he did it in his whole life and it was part of what he did and uh, I know that uh, Anil you've you've picked out a uh, a cutting from I think it's the yeah. the Tampa Bay Times I think that's, it's probably a good time to read that yeah. it, it's, yeah, a, it's a bit of an insight into the the I mean we were a tiny part of his life you know yeah, it's, right. it's an insight into the big part of his life yeah I mean this is the thing Carl was a, a big player in the world of science and um uh environmental uh, work around the, uh, the coastline of Florida. But um, this was, uh, I'm just reading a little piece that um, just nails it for me in a sort of that's so Carl. Um, and I love this. This was um, actually um, from the Tampa Bay Times. It was talking about um, when Carl passed away. And this is what happened the day before he passed away. So it's just this little excerpt here. So last Thursday, the longtime head of the Florida Sea Grant Science Program, Carl Havens, gave a speech at an Everglades conference and then had lunch with his boss, Jack Payne, of the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Science. Payne said, Mr. Havens was in high spirits, cracking jokes about his inability to park his rented pickup truck. <laughs> he also showed off some photos he shot amid the flames of a controlled forest burn that he'd passed on the way, even though it left him covered in soot. And I, I love this because uh, he passed away the day after that moment. And yeah. um, he, you know, he was doing something he loved. And it's that thing of so you can imagine someone always with a camera with them, seeing something, stopping the car, mm -hmm. getting close enough to this fire to be covered in soot just to get a great photo. And I, I love that. But I think the other point here is Carl was an incredibly intelligent 
an important person in the world of um, science. And in terms of um, looking out for the ecology um, of the Florida, Florida seaboard, um, he was a player. He'd, he'd written many scientific papers and beyond, you know, I, it kind of I, it amazes me. I have a full-time job, and I find it hard just to do bits of photography and get on the odd podcast. But here was someone who had a real job, doing yeah. real things, you know, uh, not just for himself, but for the country and for the world and for wildlife and for the ecology. Um, and, um, you know, he managed to squeeze in somehow, as well as having a family as well, this podcast on a weekly basis do all this stuff on social media and then from speaking to simon i discovered that photography was not the only thing he did he was a big painter as well and that just blew me away and it makes me sitting here talking to, about him it's I, i'm not sad i'm extremely proud to have known someone like that because you you meet people who just give everything into every moment of life and that's just bloody fantastic so simon do, do you know more about his painting not, not not a huge amount other than i know that it's been exhibited and it's it was abstract art uh was it was the wow. the, the, the kind that uh he he he, he did but it, but it was a case of you know he describes the art that he does as being his his biggest pastime wow <laughs> it's astonishing it blows me away. It's like, you know, it makes me think that if ever I say to someone I'm too busy, I should just shut the hell up, really. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> there's, there's still those eight hours at night where I'm sleeping or I could still fit other stuff in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he it, it's unreal. I mean, he we used to give him so much crap about how he wasn't on the podcast, right? And, you know, the reason he wasn't on the podcast is he's like literally in Washington, D.C., pleading for funding to keep, you know, to make sure that idiots in this world don't, you know, take away funding for things like global warming research. So, I mean, he, you know, he was doing this really incredibly important stuff. And then he was always talking about how excited he'd be to go to DC because he was going to take his Leica with him and his Bessa. And he was going to get some street shots of all the people by the white house and the protesters and everything. I mean, it was like he, he was on a mission, but he, he found a way to incorporate his passion into all of that all the time, you know? I think that's amazing. <laughs> isn't that? It's incredible. But that, that is actually the great thing about having a camera, isn't it? It's, you know, you can, you, you can just whip it out and just take shots wherever you are and, and yeah. it's there with you. And I think he maximized use of that, which I think is just fantastic. Absolutely yeah. incredible. I think the, the, the other thing for me, uh, just looking, I, I um, Carl, that there was another group of beer, whiskey, and cameras group. There were so many groups that he was a member of, and he was posting on all of them, and it was just fantastic. Yeah. And some were portraits, some were photos of, you know, again, close-ups of flowers or things, testing bokeh. Some were photos of um, what he's drinking, a nice beer, or you know, and the and the camera next to it, and stuff. But it occurred to me, you know, it, my my father passed away just before Christmas, and um, that was a sort of tough time for me. And I took a lot of comfort in photographs of my father. Um, but it's the, the thing that occurred to me is looking at these pictures with that it it's not just photographs of the person that are interesting. It's the it's photographs that the person took full stop that are interesting because I'm sitting there now looking at all of these photos that he took and you know here's a photo of just a group of people at a festival and then I turn my mind around and think I'm now imagining Carl behind the camera taking that photo probably with a smile on his face enjoying that moment in that place what drove him to get there you know who is he talking to around there so each picture even if it's not of a person has a lovely story and I think that's it's just such a lovely way to think of 
photography. It's like, what's, what's the motivation for the person? And the fact that they're there and they're enjoying themselves, taking that picture is enough in itself. And I think that's such a lovely thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's interesting also the, um, that photo that was mentioned uh, the, it, from the bit you read from the, uh, the newspaper. Um, I, I, that was really, I think, one of the last things that Carl ever posted in the Facebook group were his photos from the swamp that day. And, and I remember I had a, a conversation with him off on the side about the one photo of like this, this burning, it's like a, you know, like a stump or something that was burning and it, right. and, it and he shot it with his, his 40 millimeter lens on his Bessa. Um, and I mean, it, it blew me away. I was like, Carl, <laughs> this is, this is one of the coolest images you have ever taken because it's like it's it was everything he liked in a photo like that it was like the flames and it was that you know the 3d effect it was you know 3d pop carl and it was it was like everything that he loved that he he got in that photo and i think about that photo now and i mean this is going to sound hokey but it's like almost like this eternal flame for carl is how i think about it you know it was like he it was like this this one beautiful little moment of just this flame flickering and it's just gorgeous um, so I, I, and I love that moments like that exist, um, well, it's, through it's, his eyes. It's that thing, isn't it? Photography. We forget that, you know, cause we, we all take so many pictures, but when you, when, you know, you look back on things and every single photo is an absolute, a fraction of a moment literally yeah. captured in time. And it, it becomes, I mean, it's, it's magical. And I think photography bears value with time, mm-hmm. um, and becomes so important. And, you know, you look back on stuff and, uh, it, it still blows my mind just thinking about all the time. You know, we we just you know because we shoot digital and film, we're taking thousands of photographs, but each one is a moment that will never come back again, and that, right. it just captures that fragility of life in that moment. And I think, um, for, for me, to have photography as a passion, I, I think that that's one thing I, I love about it because it's 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 sort of deep and heavy. It's fun, yeah, but it's also important. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, just seeing pictures of um, him and his family and out with his son as well always put a smile on my face because, yeah. you know, he's a dad who's having fun with his son every day. They're off having breakfast or I'm seeing what they're having for breakfast. And uh, that's another thing. I mean, I never met Carl face to face. I don't know if, if you guys have, you know, we know each other through voice um, and what an amazing, lovely, soft voice he had. Um, you know, when I first um, spoke to him on the podcast, I thought, wow, that, that's, it's, that's a real radio voice. You know, it's like a hello. This is Doctor Fraser Crane. It's <laughs> yeah, so relaxed and so lovely. But you could tell he's a, just a gentle human being. You know, um, yeah. And that was that was really nice. But um, man, it's just um, you know, I'm going to miss the guy. Going to miss yeah. him. So I I just found something um, just in the course of the conversation here. You're talking about imagining the photo being taken. Um, and I have to read this because this is so. <laughs> to me, this is so incredibly classic, Carl. Um, so, so this was. Uh, I'm looking at the date of the conversation here, on or about April 16th. Um, and this is. <laughs> so the other funny part is in in this chat room we have for all of the admins for the Classic Lenses Facebook group. We all have nicknames, so it says. It says American Cowboy, which was Carl's nickname. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and he says, here's my ultimate dumbass story for the evening. I was shooting the flower on a traveler palm at one-to-one with that Kieran 105. Some good photos, I think. Now my story. First, my camera and your lens 
are fine. I decided to get a 105 millimeter shot of the entire flower with lens dialed back down. I had to step back several feet and dot, 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 backed right up into the swimming pool. Because the solar blanket was on it, I just, I just sank slowly <laughs> and set the camera down. My, wa- my wallet, on the other hand, is not so good. Good news, the iPhone X is waterproof. <laughs> Slight lower back pain, so I'm lying on the floor with ice on my legs, up on the chair. Fantastic! I'm so so glad you've you've you found that because I was thinking that I could do it going back and finding that, but I, I gave up. So uh, well, well well done. So I, to reference I, I just did a search for a swimming pool. All right. So it was just it was just 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 typical, wasn't it? I mean, not only it doesn't it doesn't it can't do anything straight. Yeah, you know, it, it can't it can't just fall in the swimming pool. No, it's got to fall in there in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> landed on this 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 thing that just ever so slowly takes him takes him down and it's just he was probably fascinated by some a piece of algae floating on the surface <laughs> yeah. while trying to sort of analyze it on the way down fantastic wow <laughs> well i th- i think um we'll take a a well not so much a break um well a bit of a break for ourselves i guess um and that's uh, a few days ago. Um, I put a call out. Um, in fact, we actually mentioned it on the the update we did last week. Uh, but I also put a message out there on, in the photography with classic lenses Facebook group for anybody that might want to leave any uh, messages, either by email or preferably um, a, a voice message. And um, we have had quite a few come in. Um, so we're going to break it up into into two batches, if you like. And, uh, um, and we're going to play the first four uh, messages now. Um, and uh, they're in no particular order, um, but it's a case of uh, th- because these people have not um, said who they are, um, I'm going to do a little introduction to them and I'll also uh, mention them again when we, when, when we come back. So uh, this will be the order that they go out in. Um, the first one is from M from Emulsif. Uh, we have uh, Mike Novak will be the second one. Rukesh Nar is the third and Ray Rico will be the fourth. So, uh, so the first one is from M. It's difficult to know where to begin. Carl touched so many people's lives, both professionally and personally, that trying to wrap up what I think about him and what I think about his passing in a 30-second soundbite doesn't really seem fair. I, for one, will miss him uh, a great deal. Um, There have been times over the past couple of weeks where I've wanted to send a message to ask a question, make a statement, or just to poke him, (laughs) just to see what would happen. Um, and not being able to certainly makes the day a little bit darker. Carl Havens, what a what a good man he was. I I miss his humor. I miss his his passion for photography. I think without his influence, I would never have gotten around to using many many of the lenses that I'm enjoying using today. But you know, it, it's it's beyond photography. I think. Well, related to photography, but beyond it, what I miss most about not seeing every day anymore is just the simple things in in Carl's life that he would share. You know, primarily the 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 little adventures he went on with his son Andy. You know, and and dinners with that he had with his his wife, drinks with friends. You know, the 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 parts of life that he was unafraid to share unabashedly. 
you know, he was a he was a man of many talents, and mo a lot of them things that we'll never really really understand. It seems like he walked in many worlds, and he was respected and loved in all of them. I know he is missed by myself and and the entire online photo community. And there's there's really never going to be another another Carl Havens. Hi, Johnny and Simon. I'd just like to take this opportunity to say a very, very big thank you to Carl, the Chief Gear Acquisition Monkey, for everything that he did for us, setting up the page and obviously all his contributions in the podcast. It was always a pleasure listening to his uh, views, his insights, his enthusiasm, and just the way that he approached everything. So thank you, Carl, for all that you did for us. You know, it was very, very saddened, as with everyone, at your untimely passing. When Carl and I met, he wanted to go uh, street shooting. So I took him to a place in Miami called Wynwood, and we shot all day, had a great time, shared some beers and laughs, and it's uh, definitely a memory I, I'll never forget. Um, so thanks for those uh, those four messages there. And just to recap, um, you heard them as M from Emulsif, uh, Mike Novak, Rakesh Nar, and Ray Rico. Um, on the subject of, um, well, it's not really a voice message, but um, I just want to go back to uh, last week uh, where uh, Graham uh, not only let us use um, the interview of Carl on the uh, Sunday 16 podcast, which uh, if you've not heard that, um, I urge you to listen to it because it's, it's a, it's a really good show. I was, and I was so looking forward um, to having Carl on to pick him up on quite a few things that he came out with uh, in that interview on the Sunday 16. And uh, I was, I was looking forward to having a bit of fun with him on that one, but uh, unfortunately that, that, uh, that, didn't happen um but uh i specifically though want to thank graham again um for um doing the introduction um for that uh, where he read a statement out which was uh, by myself and johnny uh and it was a really odd thing to listen to because i knew yeah. what was actually there you know i knew what those words were but actually hearing uh graham speak them it, it, they weren't familiar to me and it was yeah. a really, it's a really odd experience, and um, and I think he, he did it beautifully, and uh, and also um, thank him for um, his thoughts uh, that he, he gave after that, and also um, there being he, the the next uh, Sunday sixteen or backing paper, I can't quite remember which 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 one uh, it was. Where he, he spoke more, and uh, and Rachel um, did also. Um, and and it's actually, it's, it's not just uh, Sunday sixteen that have, uh, that have made comments as well. For, I mean, the, I don't know how many how many other podcasts have uh, made comments. To, to be fair, but uh, I want to thank uh, Mike Gutterman from uh, Negative Positives, yeah. Um, yeah. and um, and I and I rather surprisingly uh, heard uh, Neil Piper in his uh, Suit and Whitewash uh, podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just 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 listening to it, and uh, and then he and then he he, he referenced Carl, and uh, and it was that was that was quite 
Well, it was it was it was it was more than touching because um, it you know Neil's had you know, no specific dealings with with, with Carl. Um, I don't think Neil actually listened to a huge amount of our podcast, but I mean he, he certainly heard some of them. But it it deeply affected him, and yeah. uh, and I think that's that's something that you know you 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 may have heard in some of those messages and some of the more messages that are to come um, about just how many people uh, Carl influenced. Uh, in his in in his life, um, and how in, how shocking it was when he left us. Um, mm -hmm. So many people have have treated it, uh, even though they had no connection with him whatsoever. Is and they treat him as as, a, as the death of a friend, and mm -hmm. he's, and it, and, and it, that's that's how it's been to so many people, and it's 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 been incredible. Well, I think you know. Most people have not, never met him, but when you you hear that voice and you you hear it regularly, it, you become familiar with it, and it becomes someone you really identify with. And you, you know, through that, I think he touched so many people's lives. And the, the the familiarity of his voice, I think, was lovely for me. It was he was just genuinely comforting to listen to. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we've. Uh, I'm, I'm trying, trying to keep this upbeat and I keep bringing it back down yeah. again but uh, I guess that's that's just the way it's going to go isn't it um, uh, but uh, um, as well as uh, having th those messages we also had um, we got one specific uh, email uh, that, that came in uh, which um, Anil's going to read shortly and we also I, I've also picked out a number of um, posts that were in the uh, um the, in in the Facebook Facebook group photography with classic lenses, there's a in the, in the uh, pinned posts. There's one specifically uh, where I I made the announcement, and uh, there are as things stand, I think 199 comments uh, in there. Wow. Um, and yeah. uh, I think I think it was Todd that alluded to reading those and needing a break. I think it I think it was Todd. It may maybe in John, but I'm sure it applies to any, any, almost anybody that would read them. Um, but I mean, I I read, and I'm sure a lot of people did um, read ev every single one of those. And uh, and it's hard work. It was I mean at the time it was really hard work. I mean I remember my wife sort of saying to me, "Yeah, why are you, why are you reading those things?" Yeah, because he was upsetting me. Um, but I felt that I had to. And uh, um, but more to the point, though, I, I've picked out um, a few of the uh, not so much more positive ones, but um, just just ones with um, saying a little bit more about uh, what what Cole meant to them. So uh, um, you've got that list. Yeah, uh, I'm going to hand back over to you, Anna. Okay, so uh, this first one is from Nigel Cliff. So here we go. There are times in life when you come across someone who you never actually meet or even speak to, but who you look upon as a friend. And Carl was one of those, that whose, those warm tones and self-deprecating sense of humor that we welcomed into our lives once a week seemed almost like sitting in the pub, sharing a pint and chatting with a mate. Carl's knowledge of classic lenses and his love for shooting with them came across in swathes in all the podcasts and that will be sorely missed. Although we knew that he was also a scientist, I guess I'm not alone in realizing the esteem he was held in by the academic community in his field. And I wish we'd been able to hear him talk about that side of his life. The love of his family came across in the many shots he posted of his son, Andy, and I will miss seeing those. I think that's so lovely. Um, and um, Simon, just um, speaking of Andy, I, 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 
don't know how many people were aware that Andy um, had Down syndrome, um, which is a very, very difficult thing uh, to live with um, and to, to deal with as, as, a, as a family. And I think um, those photographs uh, just showed I'm a parent myself and I love taking pictures of my kids. And when I see people taking pictures of their kids, it makes me smile because you, you see the love behind them all. And um, mm -hmm. I believe that um, there is a place where people can make a donation in memory of Carl uh, for a Down syndrome charity. Is that correct, Simon? Yeah, yeah, it is. And you know, you've, you've touched upon something there that's uh, particularly tragic. Um, but um, yes, uh, there is a site and it's for the Down Syndrome Association of Florida, Central Florida, I should say. And that's www.dsacf.org. That's uh, Delta, Sierra, Alpha. I'm not sure what these um, <laughs> the, the, the short things are. What is it for C? Uh, I'm going to say Carter for 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 want of uh, for want of a better word and uh, foxtrot.org so d s a c f .org. Um, so that's the charity that the Havens family have uh, nominated. So if anybody does wish to send uh, any contributions, then that's where we'd like them to go. But we're also doing uh, something uh, with uh, on our coffee page. That's k o dash f i um, .com. Uh, if you do a search for Classic Lenses Podcast and any donations that are made to us uh, during the month of May, uh, all of those uh, donations are going to go to that charity as well. So if it's harder to um, donate directly to the charity, you can always just do it um, through our site as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I made a donation uh, yesterday morning and it's actually very simple on the, on the site as well, just so you know. So if you go to the charity site, just click on a button, it links directly to your PayPal and it, it's very, very simple. Yeah, and there will be um, if you just to make it easy to find those links. I will put them um, in the uh, notes for this week's podcast at classiclensespodcast .com. Okay, so I'm going to uh, read some um, uh, little pieces that have been pulled and edited uh, from um, the website, the the sorry, the Facebook page for uh, photography of classic lenses. So these are a few that um, have been pulled out. So I'm just going to read. There's no particular order or preference to these. These were just some that um, we pulled together. So this is from Camille Rizvi. As many in this group who never met Carl but admired, even envied his work on a daily basis, listen to him and others on podcast. This is for sure something I did not want to read this morning. It's sad. And I think, you know, it was a shock and it, it was very, very sudden, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for me, it's weird. I, I think as as I get older, I think a lot of us guys on this group, we're reaching a certain age as well. You know, the sort of reality of life and life moving on and what happens at some point becomes ever more present in our lives because, you know, you have children or things, you know, you get older, your life moves on. And I, you know, for me, that this is why photography always has, has such a, a strange power for me. It's a way of recording things and capturing things because, you know, it, life is short. And um, for some, it's sadly shorter than for others. But, you know, let, let's try and capture these moments because it's not just about us. It's about everyone else. And when we go, those photographs have, have so much power. Uh, they become so, so powerful. Um, I, I just, I'm talking about that just, just to segue a little bit, guys, you know, I, I, since my father passed away, I, in 2015, I was at my mum and dad's house 
and I captured a tiny bit of video of my mum and dad cooking in the kitchen. And my father was very, very ill. Uh, he was in his 80s. Um, but he was just for a moment cooking with my mum and he was really happy. Um, but I can't find that piece of video. I've scoured every bit of my computer and it's mm. absolutely destroying me. But something occurred to me, um, just th looking at what you guys have been doing with Carl, you've recorded hours and hours and hours of him speaking. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be, will be an amazing comfort to his family because if I could just hear my dad talking again, it would just make me happy. Don't get me wrong, you know, if I had him all my life, but just hearing him, it, it's something magical. And I think, um, so just a bit of a tipping my hat to you fellas and for just, you know, working through this with Carl, it, it's, it's something I think that's going to have so much of, uh, it's going to become so precious to his family um, to have that stuff. And, you know, you can play, can play it at any point and just hear him cracking a joke or having a fun and laughing. I think that's, that's a lovely thing. Yeah, sorry about that segue. I'll, I'll just finish off what Camille Risby was saying. I'd like to thank Carl for sharing his knowledge, his passion, his images, and above all, introducing me to some amazing lenses I would have never picked up. We will miss you dearly. <laughs> well, Camille, I'd imagine by the time he picked up that lens, he'd obviously f already flipped it on eBay and bought another one. <laughs> 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 so you're sitting with a dud lens now, something Carl would never have touched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, guys, just a sort of thought there, just, you know, what was his favorite lens? Did it, did it, or was it, did, it, did, it, did it change with the direction of the wind on a daily basis? I think there was a, there was a core set of lenses. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I think that probably goes for, for Johnny and myself. I don't, I don't, I don't think Johnny's got a favorite lens have you have you johnny uh, no it's it's a it's it's several you know and i and i know it, it was the same with carl there were several that he he kept going back to and he would speak of that often that he had a kind of a core group that that he always turned to that he really loved <laughs> the in crowd yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that made the cut oh. <laughs> right so here's another one from uh peter borman so it is strange now in the modern world People we've never even spoken to, never mind physically met, can feel like genuine friends. Carl did, and I'm sure his passing will leave a hole for a very great many people. He certainly left his positive mark on many minds, which is as good a legacy as anyone can hope for. That's lovely. And that, that's, a, that's, that's the thing for me as well. It's, you know, we all know each other digitally, but we all know each other. And um, for all the, the crappiness that the world of the internet gives us, I think, you know, moments like this, you realize there's some, there's some real lovely stuff that we, we get through. And I think the connections and friendship that we all make is, is a really lovely thing. It's a, it, ultimately the, doing a podcast in the way that, that, we, that we do. It's, a, it's an intimate thing. Um, it's, it's not the same as uh, something that happens on the television or, or on, on the radio, things which are... Um, quite formulaic in many cases scripted even though they don't sound scripted um with with ourselves it, it's a case of we just sit down we have a vague idea what we're going to talk about and we just talk and i think that goes for pretty much most podcasts and that's how you 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 get to know people i mean it was i mean it was only a few weeks ago i was on um sort of on the negative positive podcast where uh, um, I, I sort of invited myself onto a, onto a show in a, in a, in a roundabout way. Um, but that was the first time I'd ever actually spoken to Mike Gutterman. 
and my yeah, the, the conversation I had with him and the conversation he was having with me was such that we knew each other. Yeah, I mean, yes, there were things that we we hadn't asked each other, and we didn't. There are things we don't know about each other, but we knew each other, and it was it was a, it was very comfortable having that conversation. And uh, I I know what ticks ticks his boxes, and uh, and and vice versa. And and you get you you do build up that relationship with uh, people that you hear in this way. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. So I'm going to read another one from Greg Johnson. I did not know Carl personally, but I felt like I did from listening to his calm voice on the Classic Lenses podcast. I'm so saddened for Carl and his family and friends. I really enjoyed listening to his thoughts about Classic Lenses and all the discussion on the podcast. It's so sad to hear of his passing, and I know he will be missed by all. I know what Greg means by that, that voice. I, I, I just loved his voice. It was just so soft and gentle. It's like, for me, it's the classic voice of someone who can't say no to anybody. <laughs> Well, again, just just going back or to lens. Yeah. Well, just 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 referencing uh, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Gutterman again on that 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 podcast I was on with him. Yeah, we we talked briefly uh, about the podcast and, and about Carl, and that was one of the things that uh, he particularly enjoyed about Carl. He, he, he was, I forget what he actually said something about the way his, his inflection, the, the way the way he, sp he speaks, is quite unusual, but it's really endearing at the same time. Yeah. Okay, here's another one from Stephen Williams. That is terrible news. While I never met Carl directly, he was always open to questions and clearly had a great love for his family, the environment, and photography. My love and prayers go out to the family and friends of this gifted and compassionate man. I mean, again, I mean, the the the, the, the fact that photography was a sideline of a sideline of all this major stuff he was doing in the world just, just keeps hitting me because I, I, I just don't know how someone managed to cram all that into their lives. So I, I think that's a really, it's a nice thing. It's a happy thing that he, you know, he didn't waste his, the time he had. He was doing positive things and selfless things all the time. And I think that's wonderful. Okay. This one is from James Giordano. So his little quote here, say, no, say not in grief, he is no more but in thankfulness that he was. For many of us, Carl's legacy is embodied in this group. Many of us owe him a great deal of thanks for it. He will be sorely missed and not forgotten. You're one of the good guys, Carl, in so many ways. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, well said, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's one from Carlo Magno. Okay. So I discovered the photography of Classic Lenses Group when buying a 44 millimeter from a guy locally. He told me about the group and I joined immediately. First thing I saw were Carl's pics. He tested so many lenses and his pictures always look picturesque and almost painting-like. It's because of Carl that I bought most of the lenses I own. I think 60 at this point. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and it was always heartwarming to see the relationship he had with his son and how he introduced Andy to photography. I followed all his pics and all his comments. The one I'll never forget was the one where he mentioned that there are two versions of the Canon FL 50mm 1.4 lens, and the longer version was the sharpest. He loved that lens. It always stuck in my head. I'm sorry I'm rambling. I'm just so sad to hear he's gone. Carl, thank you for the inspiration. Words or emotions cannot describe your loss. I will miss you. That's lovely. Yeah. Okay, and we have a final one here from Raph Ale. 
My deepest sympathies and condolences to Carl's family and friends. It was a pleasure to view the world through his eyes with each photo he posted. His witty and insightful commentaries on the podcast added a wonderful dynamic with his podmates, Simon and Johnny. We'll miss his presence greatly, but his contributions to the art of photography and the world around him will live on. And there we go. Yeah. Um, I, there's, uh, there's, I, I, want, I want to give an honourable mention um, to uh, uh, Phil Images by Phil as well. Um, I, I didn't uh, pull it out for you to, to, to read out largely because it's a, I think it's only got about five words in the sentence and it, I think he swears in three of them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but Phil, Phil being Phil, he was, says more in eight words than most people do in like five it, it, paragraphs. Exactly. I mean, it was, uh, it was one of the, 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 the few early smiles um, I was I was able to make reading reading Phil's comments so th thank you for that and if anybody wants to read it it's still there um, <laughs> and uh, yeah it was uh, it, 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 it summed it summed uh, yeah. a lot of people's uh, reactions up yeah oh that's lovely um, I, I'd like to if I could I just want to share a, a couple of things because I've I had a uh, I've had a couple of people email me and I've, there've been a few, you know, things people have posted just, just uh, elsewhere out there. I mean, the, on, on Instagram and elsewhere, which I'm sure we'll probably never have even seen all of them, but I just wanted to, to mention a couple that had caught my eye. Um, there was uh, one on Instagram from a guy, I, I don't know his real name. I'm assuming it's probably similar to his Instagram handle, which is Pete Getz. Um, and he posted a photo that he shot uh, on a Nicromat FTN um, with a, a Nikkor H50 F2, which is a lens that we've talked about and a lens that that um, that Kyle really liked. And what he said in his comments was, really wasn't expecting much out of this classic lens, but was blown away by the rendering when shot wide open. As I was editing this photo, I was listening to Classic Lenses podcast and learned that Carl Havens, podcaster, family man, and Florida biologist, recently passed away unexpectedly from a heart condition. Even though we never met in person, it still feels like we lost a friend. I think episode 65 was a really beautiful way of honoring him by posting the interview he did with Sunny 16 podcast two weeks earlier. Even on that podcast, Carl mentioned not to sleep on the Nikkor 50F2. Thank you for the, all the hours of endless wisdom, humor, and inspiration you, had, you imparted on all of us. As already mentioned, we hope that there's an eBay in heaven for you. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and every lens is top, 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 mint, plus, plus, plus. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, another that I, I uh, email that I got was, um, you know, here here's another amazing thing. Um, I, you know, I mention every week you can catch up with me at, you know, uh, Central Camera in Chicago where I work, my day job. And I, I am amazed at the number of people who come in and talk to me about the podcast. I mean, I've, I've developed, you know, really nice uh, friendships with folks that I've, I've met via the podcast and, you know, that's in thanks to Simon and Carl, right? It's in thanks to all of us doing this together. Um, so I've had a number of people come in and, and chat with me personally this week, which over the past two weeks, which really, really meant a lot. Um, and if I've left anyone out here, I, I'm, I'm sorry, it's been a little bit of a blur at times, but uh, Rob Jamison, uh, Bob Matter, uh, Jared Tremper and then Devlin Cook. Thanks so much for stopping in and saying hello. 
Um, and I also just want to read a little bit of an email from uh, Devlin, who wrote me um, when he heard about Carl. He said, wow, I was so shocked to hear about Carl. I'm really sorry to hear about his passing. I just listened to the podcast on the Sunny 16 show. He seems like such a cool guy, and I know he'll be sorely missed. I had no idea he was actually a professor. I thought you guys just used to tease him about that. <laughs> With heartfelt <laughs> condolences, Devlin. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and that, that, was, and that was the thing. Yeah, you know, he was a professor. He had a he had a mind a mind the size of a planet. Yeah, he, he would do some ridiculously <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, what 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 can you say? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's 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 why we loved him. Yep. <laughs> We were just a, a side hustle. His mind was on higher things. But I think that's the other thing. You know, as someone who does as much as he does, there's not a sense of pomposity about Carl. He was just a, a lovely, nice human being. And then I yeah. think it's just, just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, um, I think we're nearing the end of the podcast. Um, and it's it's been an emotional one for all of us but um, and a sad one, but also – I, I think we've all wanted this to be a positive and a happy one because, you know, people, uh, people live and they touch the lives of everyone around us. And Carl certainly did that. Um, and just through my, uh, the time I knew him and the interactions we had together and his enthusiasm uh, and just his progress as a photographer, um, it just blew me away. So I, I, the thing I want to say now is, is quite simple. Um, we're all photographers. We like to collect lenses and play with stuff, but there's two parts to photography with classic lenses. There's the classic lenses part and there's the photography part. And the photography, the photography part is where the memories come. When you create memories of something, no one's going to go, oh, that was taken on a this, that, and the other lens. That is where people are just glad the, the photograph exists. So get out there, make the most of your photography, push it on, you know, engage with people, engage with the world, just enrich your life, enrich the lives of others and make the most of your life and your photography. Be like Carl. And that's it for me. Well, I don't know about you, Johnny, but I think that's a, that's a, <laughs> Amen. That's a, a good way to, uh, absolutely things. Um, yep. okay. Well, it's, it's not going to be quite, quite the end. Um, not by quite some margin actually, because, um, as, as I mentioned earlier, we've had quite a few voice, uh, messages, um, and uh, I'm going to play uh, the the rest of those uh, messages um, after after we finished. So, uh, and there were some. Yeah, you know, I, I urge people to to listen to them all because there were some yeah, poignant messages in there. Um, so uh, that's it uh, for this week. I just want to uh, remind people if they wish to donate. Uh, to the nominated charity, which is the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida, which is www.dsacf.org. Um, that's the best place to do it. Alternatively, you can go to our coffee page, which is coffee, which is ko-fi.com and just search for Classic Lenses Podcast and you'll see our page there. And any donations that reaches in May, including the ones that at the start of the month, everything's going to go um, over to uh, the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida. A um, little bit of uh, housekeeping. We've got quite a few 
emails and questions that have come in over the last few weeks for you know, which we've obviously haven't uh, touched upon so uh, we will get round to mentioning those um, also thank you for those coffee donations that came in before and I haven't talked about yet um, it's just not really the day for that now as, as I'm as I'm sure you'd, you'd, you'd understand um, so thanks for that um, we will be back next week um, and to play us out uh, we have quite a few um, voice messages so uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to those I hope you hope the show's uh, been bearable to listen to this week and we'll be back again next week goodbye hello Simon hello Johnny this is Anthony Rue checking in from Gainesville Florida and I guess I should share a few memories and thoughts about Carl and uh, of course this is this is really rough um, cause Carl and I became fairly close friends rather quickly. And, uh, we met, um, we met here in Gainesville through, uh, I think it was an introduction from, uh, Cheyenne that, uh, brought us together and, uh, we quickly became, uh, uh, friends. We would meet up once or twice a week and exchange cameras and lenses. And, uh, and I would go on photo walks with Carl and we'd have long far reaching discussions over all sorts of great topics, uh, sometimes about photography, but usually not. I think it's really important to remember that, that in addition to the work that Carl did with photography, that he was a scientist of incredible stature in the state of Florida, that his, his work that he did was, was critical in protect, protecting the uh, waterways of Florida, the freshwater and, and estuaries. His uh, work, his work was incredibly rigorous, and it was demanding, and it was difficult because we live in a state that that the government doesn't exactly value science at the moment. Uh, they've slashed funding for the sort of critical protections that that Carl fought for, and we have a government that has even, you know, forbid workers from including the words climate change in any official state documents. So for Carl, you know, photography was a way that he could step away from the pressures of his official work. He would take off his lunch hours and wander the, the campus of the University of Florida and take pictures of the students in the buildings. And we would meet up at lunch breaks at, the, at, at my cafe and walk around the downtown and go to our favorite uh, 1850s cemetery to take pictures of the headstones and the statuary. And uh, just talk about uh, lenses and cameras and the podcast. And um, really, I'm going to miss that. Uh, one thing about Carl is that for his rigorous scientific work, uh, he was an amateur of photography with the best way. His enthusiasm for learning about photography was was it was infectious, and he uh, sort of applied his scientific uh, curiosity to learning about lenses and about cameras, which I also find it ironic that as a scientist, I, I could even get him to take a class on on caffeinol development that I was teaching because, uh, you know, there were some things that he just didn't want to bother with that, you know, his joy was in taking pictures and learning about lenses. And this was, uh, you know, more important for him than, you know, getting down into the nitty gritty of chemicals and development and uh, it just didn't fit his life, which that's cool because it just gave him more time to uh, focus on eBay and coming up with the latest cool lens that he'd be so excited about. The other 
aspect of photography that was so important to Carl was it was a touchstone between him and his son. Uh, Andy had, I don't think I've ever seen Andy without a camera in his hand, just like his dad. And they shared a love for the, uh, uh, the Olympus pen, uh, the, the fixed lens versions of the pen and the iPhone. And he would give Andy his Fuji and, they you know they were inseparable when it came to photography and it was uh it was incredibly touching that they found this this bridge um that i think that was as much as uh as anything as to why he uh found his way into photography and it was it was incredibly touching so i guess i'm going to close off with that thank you Hi, this is Cheyenne from Australia. Um, I'd like to leave a dedication to Carl Havens. Carl and Johnny and Simon uh, have become really important to me. I really love classic lenses and the podcast has really become important to me and brought a lot of joy to me and Carl was a big part of the team. I really enjoyed uh, contacting Carl and we would chat back and forth on Facebook Messenger and he would ask me about lenses and sometimes we'd chat about cameras and I introduced him to that beautiful little Hellier lens that he bought and the bastard outbid me on eBay. Um, I know that Carl is in heaven and I'm pretty sure that there's eBay in heaven because Carl's there and Carl will want it <laughs> so a big shout out to you in heaven to you Carl I miss you buddy and um, the last thing we were chatting about before he was gone was uh, introduce him to the Rolly 35RF and everybody knows how much Carl loves uh, Besser cameras and that's kind of like the upmarket Besser um, which is a bit more classier looking and a few more features. So sadly, Carl never had the opportunity to get that. Um, so condolences to his family, his wife and his son, and his friends, Anthony Rue in Florida. I know uh, I introduced Carl to Anthony and it was really nice to see their relationship blossom. And I'm sure, like Anthony, everybody misses Carl. He was really a character, and he was just really passionate. And um, he'll be irreplaceable. So best wishes to you and having Carl. We miss you, buddy, and um, we'll all buy a lens in memory of you, mate. Okay, thank you. Hello, this is Imon from Athens, Greece, and today I'll be hosting the special episode of Classic Lenses podcast dedicated to Carl Havens. Together with me are Simon Forster from Stock on Trend. Hello, Simon. And Johnny Season from Chicago. Hello, Johnny. Okay, guys, I know, I don't know if you want to use this intro or not, but uh, 
Since I heard uh, the sound of your voices uh, during uh, the last uh, five minutes recording of this week, uh, I realized uh, how hard it is for you two to continue just the two of you this uh, podcast. Phil's uh, comment during the previous week made me also realize uh, that it's difficult for me to record a phone message, a voice message. I decided to write it down, but uh, still don't know how and if I will manage to read it till uh, the end. You see, Carl was uh, a wonderful man, passionate with uh, his work, his family, his hobbies, abstracts, uh, painting and photography. He was characterized by positive thinking and uh, was uh, a true inspiration for all of us uh, here in the group. The fact that uh, we didn't have the chance to meet in person during uh, these uh, five years doesn't make it any easier for any of us to accept and deal with uh, his loss. Stories about Carl, stories with Carl, countless and uh, so precious these uh, moments. My surprise when I woke up a morning and found myself uh, receiving some weird notifications from uh, my Facebook about the group's activity. It took me a while and uh, a strong coffee to realize that uh, I was added as a new admin along with Simon. Oh, let's kick them out and take control of the group was Simon's message. I was laughing out loud alone. Funny guys would have been Carl's reaction for sure. He used to call us that way when we were crossing a line with our jokes. You see, sharing our uh, everyday stories these last five years, spending so much uh, time together uh, in our admin's chat room, teasing each other, all this built a strong relationship. There was a time when the group was much smaller than uh, now, that Carl from time to time used to inform new members about our peculiar kind of humor and uh, it was uh, what he wanted was to avoid uh, any misunderstandings. If there is an If there is no eBay up in heaven, Carl uh, will create it, was a comment that I read from many members uh, these days. This message and uh, Gallup uh, uh, Peretman reminded me of his uh, notorious relationship with the Miron lenses. There's a story that uh, I didn't feel like uh, sharing in the group, uh, but uh, Pearl's words uh, made me rethink it, and uh, I think uh, I will tell it uh, here. You see, Per mentioned that uh, Carl would uh, sell a lens and then uh, change his mind and rebuy it, but uh, he had uh, the right idea about all this. So, I remember that uh, he bought his first uh, Mirwan 
there was a delay in delivery. He forgot that he had bought it and bought another one. So he found himself with uh, two same lenses that uh, he simply didn't like it at all. If you search the group, you will find some cool shots featuring these two Mirwan lenses as a cool uh, bookstands for his library. Selling them didn't prevent him from buying another one just for reversing the front element and having some fun with it. I think this last one belongs now to our co-admin, James Giordano. James, am I, am I right? And uh, the fun thing is that Carl sold it and then realized that he had forgotten to place the front element in the right way. I know for sure that he bought again the lens uh, just uh, to see how it performs uh, on his newer cameras, uh, Fuji and uh, Sony. And I'm pretty sure that uh, he has also sell them again. Okay, I can speak for hours as I recall moments that uh, we shared uh, during these uh, years. Uh, uh, it's not easy. Uh, so I think it's high time some of his other internet friends uh, share their stories. All I want to say is that Pam, Andy, Todd and uh, all members of his family be proud of him and uh, we promise we will do our best to continue what uh, he started and uh, meet uh, his expectations. Hello, Simon, Johnny, Anil and all Classic Lens podcast listeners, wherever you may be. I'm Lawrence Dunn. I joined the Classic the Photography with Classic Lens Facebook group in September 2018. So I've not been around long uh, in this group and didn't know Carl especially well. But his loss still hit me as hard as it's probably hit all of you. Um, he's listening to him weekly in the podcast and reading his posts in Facebook and he's seeing his photography in Facebook, which is an inspiration. It's, I just can't believe he's gone. It must be really hard for you, Simon and Johnny, being so close to him with doing the podcast week after week after week for so long. Because I haven't been here that long, I don't have any tremendous stories to tell of Carl. Uh, the one that I do recall is from October of last year where I was a newbie in the group and Carl had posted uh, a photo from a market that he'd taken with a 7 Artisans 50 at 1.1 on his Sony a7 II. Somebody had commented that they didn't particularly like the, the bocker on it and I think I agreed with them and Carl graciously posted uh, and pointed us to the group's rules um, which was to not critique other people's work uh, so that was my first contacts with Carl and I didn't even realize he was admin at that time um, but he took it very well the, the, the comments I think and he steered us uh, along a better path um, so I'll be grateful for him for that now one of the the, the 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 photos that I've seen that Carl's taken, one of the lenses that I've seen um, that I was most impressed with out of his collection was the Canon 50 1.4 LTM. 
Um, he's not the only person that I've seen post in the group with that wonderful lens, and I've always admired it. And I don't know if it was the photographer I was admiring or the, the lens, probably a bit of both. Um, but that's kind of been at the back of my head, that lens. And with Carl, Carl passing, uh, I sat there and I thought to myself, what would Carl do in a situation like this? And the conclusion I came to is that he would probably go on eBay and buy another lens. So that's precisely what I've done. I've gone and got myself a Canon 50 1.4 LTM. And I've actually been out shooting with it today. It arrived last week and I've been out shooting with it with my family um, today. And I will remember Carl every time I use that lens. So that's going to be my... His legacy to me is that lens. And every time I shoot with it, I'll think of him. That's me done. And good luck with the future, guys. I look forward to hearing the podcast going from strength to strength. And I'm sure we'll have lots of memories of Carl and stories from him and comments along the, the months to come and weeks to come. All the best. Cheers. This is Roger Lund. I am a photographer at uh, Roger Lund Photography. And... Um, you know, I've been using manual lenses for quite some time, 2014, I believe, I got into it. And I came across the group by, um, you know, Google. Um, I was active in the manual focus forms. And uh, soon um, became enthralled in the idea of using classic lenses with um, my Fuji and Canon cameras. Over time, I had the opportunity to get to know Carl um, via the group, via uh, Messenger, um, and listening to his podcasts um, with Simon and Johnny. Um, and so I wanted to just take the opportunity to uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, Carl and uh, my kind of opinion on how of an individual he was and the impact to the community he made. You know, Carl, I think, was one of those guys that had a joy of life. Um, he was always a very positive person, uh, quick to laugh and um, comment on, you know, his uh, viewpoint on photography and the world around him. Um, I really, uh, you know, I'm a, a guy that enjoys uh, laughter, and uh, I think so was Carl. Um, you know, he had a little, uh, deep love of, of classic lenses and uh, of photography. I often commented to him that I didn't know how he could make the time um, on his breaks to do such a wonderful job of capturing the world around him as he saw fit uh, through his eyes. You know, and I think that uh, he, as some of us do, um, had the ability to expresses uh, creativity through the camera lens. Um, and he did that often uh, through some of his favorite lenses. Um, you know, if it was the Canon FL 50mm uh, 1.4, if it was one of the Voigtlander lenses that he uh, recently had loved, uh, if it was one of uh, his film cameras, um, he really enjoyed the um, Leica 3 um, you know, that uh, had some history to it over the years, um, you know, uh, with his uh, Canon, uh, either the 50 
uh, 1.4 or uh, you know 50 1.8 LTM. You know, and uh, I had the pleasure of you know getting to know him and talk about opinions and lenses a little bit uh, through Messenger. Uh, maybe not quite as much as some of you, um, but uh, I still, you know, had conversations and um, got to the point where um, you feel like you know him uh, close because you get to listen to his voice on the podcast, um, just like the rest of you do, on a weekly basis, right? And um, I think we often take that for granted. Um, yeah, but, you know, I guess I look at it like I had the opportunity to meet him, I had the opportunity to... Uh, you know, talk a little bit to, about, uh, you know, his business and uh, personal life and, uh, you know, uh, forge that relationship. And uh, I feel like uh, I gained some insight to, uh, you know, how he viewed the world a little bit. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I think all we can do in some cases. Um, you know, Carl uh, loved uh, photography um, and had a good passion for the art and the craft, um, and he, you know, showed that through the group, you know, and, uh, uh, as you all probably all know, I do like to post, um, pictures of flowers, <laughs> um, with my classic lenses, and, uh, I believe that the group started that direction, and, uh, you know, um, he would, uh, post a lot of those things there as well, um, and I enjoyed, you know, his, uh, collection of lenses, um, I, uh, very much so, uh, a collector these days um, with a large selection of lenses and cameras um, and you know uh, I enjoyed kind of seeing what he was doing with his uh, trading of gear and his conversations around why this versus that and uh, you know um, we will have to uh, keep that moving forward as a group and uh, you know keep those conversations going because I mean that's really is really the conversations I think um, either on the podcast or with the members and um, that, that he loves so much as well as the art. Um, uh, Carl, uh, you know, uh, well, I always think of you uh, when I uh, um, do my photography. Uh, you taught me a lot about uh, different ways to uh, uh, view the world with my camera lenses and cameras. And uh, you also taught me that um, you know, film is worth the experience for sure um you know it was, it was him the reason that i kind of got into the, the leica um, three that i have um because he had gotten one and i really enjoy that immensely and it has its own uh, unique look and uh um you know i thank him for that as well as uh you know just he had the innate ability to do uh, lots of different types of photography from abstract um, to uh, chaos, um, he had a group there as well, um, and film, and um, you know he did such a good job of finding a subject no matter where he was at, uh, which is a lot of times harder uh, harder than uh, the person thinks. And you know he did such a good job of uh, continuing his photography on an ongoing basis, um, almost daily, if not uh, more than that. And I think that that's uh, something that we all can do better at, um, thinking about, you know, how can I always have a camera with me? How can I always be taking pictures, um, capturing the world around me, um, how I want to be have it seen? Um, and I think that's something that uh, Carl did so well. So, uh, Carl, um, you know, thanks so much for 
uh, putting yourself out there for the world and letting the world get to know you and, uh, you know, getting to know the world a little bit and uh, us through the group. And, uh, you know, my best wishes for you wherever you are today and uh, to the family. And um, I really appreciate what you uh, have done for all of us. Again, this is Roger Lund, signing out. Hey guys, Ricardo Bayone here from Best Vintage Lenses. Um, I wanted to say something uh, about Carl, and I briefly considered writing it out and sending it as an email and forcing Johnny to read it, because uh, partly because talking about it is hard, and partly because I think Carl would have actually gotten a kick out of forcing Johnny to read uh, something like this. At least he did when you read emails, Johnny. Um, in any case, just to say that I didn't know Carl personally, but I loved listening to him. I loved the way he got such a kick out of buying, trying, and selling a new lens. And I loved the way he basically... Um, I loved the way he... <laughs> He uh, took jokes in stride uh, about his mom pants and about everything else. Um, and he was just a, a great part of the show and will be much missed um, uh, and seemed a great guy when I talked to him on the phone. So, um, and loved his posts, loved the way he uh, posted his his beer or coffee with a new lens um, uh, and didn't always agree with his recommendations, but loved the excitement and the energy he brought into everything. So uh, he will be much missed and take care guys. Hey guys, it's Perry from Hong Kong. I just wanted to record a short message to say thank you to Carl. He helped create one of the most vibrant communities online and here on the podcast. And I'm sad I didn't get to meet him when I was a guest on the show, but it's always been such a pleasure listening to him chat with you guys about this passion we all share. After I heard the news, I actually asked my mother if she knew Carl, since she's in the same scientific field as he was and often travels to Florida for conferences. And it turns out that she did know him, which just goes to show how far and wide an impact Carl had in everything he did. So thank you guys for the show. And most of all, thank you, Carl. Hey guys, Eric from Belgium. Hope you're well. Um, I just think that, you know, when we heard about Carl's passing, it was amazing. The outpour of reactions from everybody. And I think that, you know, it shows the the way that that this community is caring about its people. And, you know, I've never met Carl. But we did online. Um, and I was privileged to be in the podcast and actually talk with him. Um, and at the same time, it's, you know, I wanted to leave a message. And, and you don't want to say anything wrong. You don't want to say anything too much or not enough kind of scary um but anyway i i sit down in my man cave in belgium um i wanted to send this message out to you when i look back at my chats with carl it was about film uh, carl was uh 
he was, you know, experimenting all the time. Uh, and when he wasn't happy with the outcome, he would, you know, send me a, a private message and rage up on, you know, one of one of his films and ask me, you know, you got an idea. And he was just fun, you know, he he loved his, his photography, he loved, and obviously he loved his work and then, and, 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 you know, all the passion that he put in the things around him uh, it was amazing. Especially when we all found out that he was so much more than, than you know, not only a great dad and husband, but also a scientist and, and all these things that, that we didn't really know about. We suspected, but we didn't know about it. So what I can say is that, you know, it was a privilege um, for us to have known this, this man, even from far away, uh, laugh with him, live with him, um, have fun, and be in a, in a celebration of life, together with the pictures we take and the beauty we capture, capture and um, the doubts we have and all these other things. A great family man that we... Uh, we got to know, and it's a privilege. So wherever he is, and, and I'm sure he is somewhere, uh, thank you, Carl. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. And I hope that you touched the lives of many, many people. Because if you did, and I'm sure you did, you were a good man. And I think that's the most important thing in life, being a good human, being a good man, and everybody should be proud the day we all cross uh, that mighty river sticks. Thank you, guys. Be good. Stay blessed. See beauty. And do good things. Thank you. You know what broke me, guys, was uh, he'd put on Instagram, he'd post pictures of what Andy was having on his bagel every morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that is just, just killed me, that dude. It slayed me. It's yeah. just... Yeah. You know, oh, we did. That, there's a loving dad for you. That's just so sweet. Yeah. So, there's a there's know. a photo we didn't we didn't talk about, and um, and I mean, I've talked about this with with, with Johnny, but uh, Anthony Rue um, sent oh, me yeah. a, a picture, and uh, and he, he called it a selfie, and I was thinking, hey, a, a cold selfie. I was thinking. <laughs> this is not a selfie it's just it's just a woman in a coffee shop with a and, and really that's it you know in itself it's it's nothing it's nothing remarkable right and then you look in the reflection in the uh, in the stainless steel coffee machine or whatever it is and Cole's there with a photograph <laughs> and he's, he's, in, he's in this coffee shop and he's wearing dark glasses yeah, hilarious. The thing is, though, he, he, he knew. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. You know, he knew what he looked like in, in those glasses, in that situation. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and he just went with it. And he didn't care. You know. what, yeah. what, what a player. Yeah, yeah. Awesome.